0: Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. This is Christy Saul, the co-founder, coming at you live. Look, I have a little thing right on top of my head. I think I'll move my camera (laughs) because that's annoying. (laughs) I hope you guys are doing well today. I hope you enjoy my antics. I hope that you enjoy the fact that we just come live, raw, real, just wanting to connect with you guys on a daily basis to talk about this path of parenting. I hope you guys are having a blessed day today. I want to plug the books real quick. Brian's book, From Fear to Love. We have this on our website, postinstitute.com. It's available on Amazon, and we have a promotion website just for this book, post It's called fear2lovebook.com. On that website, you can get this book at a discount, $7.95. Brian's book, The Great Behavior Breakdown, and then also our newest edition, this incredible workbook, and it is really, really good. If you've ever thought about doing maybe um, a group, a parenting group, or maybe you have a group of friends, Um, this would be really good. It would be a really great tool to help you dig deeper, think differently, and solidify these concepts in a way that makes it more and more usable. So today I actually did finally get it accomplished to put, to put these three books (laughs) into a bundle on our website so you can actually get all three of them together. And when you do that, you save about $6 so, yay for savings. And then I also have it put together as an ebook bundle with savings for anyone who wants to be able to just purchase and download those books immediately. So, yesterday in the post daily dose or after the post daily dose, one of our followers um, posted a question, and that question had to do with time in and specifically time in. And I believe she mentioned preteen. Who has a history of sexual abuse and is not, uh, who is avoidant of touch, and so how do you go about time in? Well, so what I wanted to do is sort of just back up a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about the concept of time in. So, Brian has been teaching this concept like forever. I can't even like, before he and I even met, he was teaching the concept of time in and basically where it came from where it grew from was um at the time everybody was talking about time out and this sort of one two three magic uh using time out the same number of minutes as the years your child is old and those concepts and what he came to the realization in this thought process was if a child was able to manage their upset emotions alone then we probably wouldn't be if they were if they were mature enough to handle those upset feelings then uh we probably wouldn't be looking to use time out anyway um because they're managing their emotions because they're in a state of more emotional regulation and emotional maturity and so it just it was one of those hmm that doesn't really make sense to send a child alone with their upset feelings the better idea is for a child to come and be with an adult and they're a safe, loving adult during their upset. And then that grew into this realization that our calm has the ability to create calm and safe, loving relationships have the ability to build oxytocin. And so... um I think even before he knew the word oxytocin and before he co-authored with Susan Kachinskis who was an extremely major researcher in the area of oxytocin and parenting, Brian began to realize the power of spending safe connected time with our children and um he created this regiment we call 10 20 10 and so that's 10 minutes in the morning 20 minutes after any significant separation and 10 minutes in the evening and time in is simply time when you're really pouring in to your child and we talk about touch being such an effective piece of time in safe loving connected touch we're just pouring our love into them this isn't teaching time this isn't correcting time it's not rehashing time it's just making a concerted effort to really um, help your child feel your presence and the love that you have for them. And in my experience over all of these years of putting this model into practice, time in truly is extremely effective. I'm gonna take just a pause for the cause because I saw that my friend Joni is watching. I can see that because on my feed it doesn't always it doesn't tell me everybody who's watching, but every now and then maybe it's if you're a follower of the page but Joni, I saw that it's your birthday today, so I'm taking a pause in the middle of our of our talk about time in just to wish you a happy birthday. Um, I hope you have a great day today celebrating. I hope you have a chance to celebrate. I know there's been a lot going on in your world, and I wish you many, many blessings in this upcoming year. So happy birthday, dear. Uh, you're welcome. Welcome. Uh, So we're talking about time in and so here's the other piece of that Uh, because our skin is our largest organ and it is an incredible receptor of soothing and that is why we talk about incorporating safe loving touch and time in. But what happens if your child is not someone who enjoys touch? Well every every one of our senses that we talk about all the sensory pathways in when we talk about triggers but those say those same sensory pathways might also be avenues for soothing and so the whole purpose of time in is for our children to feel our connection to feel our love to feel comforted to feel soothed to feel connected if your child is not Uh, It's not available to touch, and it all has to be about, this has to be about safety, right? And so if touch doesn't feel safe to your child, then let's look at some other sensory pathways. Maybe you just, uh, Maybe you guys just chill out in a room together where they can feel how much you love them. Our energy really introduces ourselves. So it could be just our loving presence. It could be that we like just take a break from everything and maybe we have like a favorite song we share together or a favorite show we share together or um, maybe they can allow hair brushing or maybe they can allow nail painting or uh, maybe you... Write something for them that you just recite as part of a routine, almost like a mantra that you speak over them about their amazing, unique characteristics and how much you love them. The entire purpose of time in is about creating that safe, loving connection and really like putting a pause on all the other stuff. You know, we get so caught up in being task oriented. And so it's really about having creating these intentional moments, this intentional time, because it's as probably as important for us as parents to press a pause on all of the tasks and the teaching and the instructing and the redirecting and the, all the stuff, all the stuff, all the stuff, and just be present and loving for our kids. And so that can, that can really look any number of ways. But I would also like to say, If you have a child who is um doesn't who's not comfortable with touch we definitely want to respect that we don't want to do anything that creates more fear and so you depending on your child's age you might even ask you might ask you might explain look i'm learning about these really um cool these really new ways of parenting i'm learning some new things and one of the things i've learned is that for us to take a pause at least three times a day once in the morning once in the middle of the day once in the afternoon just so you can feel how much i love you now these people talk about touch and i know you don't really like to be touched so i wonder if there might be something else we could do or i wonder if rubbing your feet might feel safe or i wonder if rubbing your hands might feel safe or rubbing your arm might feel safe Is there an area, uh, can you do time in with more than one child at a time? I have three children with reactive attachment disorder coming home at the same time from school. Laura, that's great. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Yeah. So that is a really good question because when you have three children and depending on their ages and they're coming home, they're all going to be vying for your attention all at the same time. So... Here's a few thoughts. Uh, One, if you're picking them up from school, um, if there is a child who tends to be the most needy, then that child may need to sit in the front because that's gonna give peace to everybody. You might also have a routine when you pick them up from school. I know a snack is a great thing to meet them with. It could be like a granola bar or something kind of simple that's in a little bag or just a little something. Um, And maybe even like a favorite song or maybe it's, we take turns. So, you know, trying to remember who told you about their day first yesterday and then let that rotate and, you know, creating that space so that everybody has an opportunity to share. And it is, it is a juggle. You know, that's a real thing. So letting them know, saying to them, and it may be something that you have to say every day when they get into the car, I missed you so much. How was your day? How were things in your world? I love you. I can't wait to hear about it. Remember how much I love you and that we're going to take turns so everybody has a chance to talk and we can all listen to each other because you are each so precious and valuable to me and I want to hear all about it. So let's see, yesterday, Sally went first. So today, Susie gets to go first and we're all gonna take turns and everybody's gonna get a chance. So it may need to go just like that, where you remind them each time that they get back in the car, or each time they come home, you remind them how much you love them and that each one of them is very important to you. And it may be in that moment right after school that you need to do something where all three of them are included. And then you might step into each person, like you might have a routine where you like go, okay, so now that we're all home and we've had a snack, we've got to have a little bit of connection. If you'll go wait in your room, I'll be there in 15 minutes. So that give you time to watch a show or whatever way to orchestrate that so that then after that little bit of group time, Then you can go and you may not, you know, they may not, depending on their ages, they may not have the patience to be able to wait 20 minutes before you get to them or 40 minutes if there's three children and two have to go first. So you might need to be creative and you might need to back the time off from 20 minutes to 10 or whatever can work for your family. But the main thing to keep in mind is that this is really about reconnecting And helping to sort of uh, give them an opportunity to like debrief from their day and then an opportunity to really connect with you at the heart level without there being instructions and all. It's like, you know, like feeding the baby when they're hungry. You know, we're just going to pour love into them. We're going to connect with them. I have families who do bottle feeding and that is a beautiful time like after school to do that reconnection. So, it's all about getting back into that rhythm and alignment. So getting back into your family harmony after being out in the world, getting into family harmony and feeling loved in that morning transition, which is like the biggest transition of the day. The sleep to wake is a huge transition. It takes a lot of cortisol to get us going. And sometimes for people who's When their cortisol gets going, then sometimes it's like the flood. And so, for some children who have a rough time in the morning, that time in while they're still kind of in between sleep and awake can really do something magical in setting the tone for the day. It starts them off feeling loved, and it also starts us off in a place where we're like pouring love in instead of coming in like it's not gonna happen, you know, all that franticness that we can have. And so, It's just a really sweet way to um, make sure that they are getting some really specific injections of love and connection. So I hope there's something helpful for that from you guys. Um, And Laura, it was an excellent question. I hope that that helped open the door. If my ideas don't fit 100%, that's okay. Trust what you know about your children. Take the concept Take the concept and the need that the concept meets and then you can adjust it and modify it to what your family is able to do and what benefits your family and so if you have not already done so today press pause on everything all the instructions all the tasks all the things all the stuff that gets us really you know stressed out and overwhelmed just press pause on it That stuff's not going to go away. It's not just going to magically disappear. It'll be there whenever you want to come back to it. So just press pause on it all. Give yourself a few minutes after we end this little recording. And, you know, just give yourself a few minutes to take some deep breaths and just to remind yourself why you came into this. You came into this because you felt like you had love to give and children who needed your love. So, press pause on all the instructions and all the tasks. Give yourself five to ten minutes and then go spend some time with your children. Let them see the love you have from them, from your eyes, from your facial expressions. When we work on that position of our heart and we press pause on the things that have us stressed out, our timing, our intensity, our tone of voice, our body language, our facial expressions, all are reflecting... The position of our heart and so go spend some time with your children let the love you have from them shine from your eyes let them feel it from your being and just go enjoy them for a little bit remember in any given moment we can act out of those blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm it can happen to any of us we start to feel a lot of pressure and a lot of that pressure is coming from the past it's coming from how we were parented and that feeling of, if I talked to my parents like that, my parents would have killed me. And so we have to remind ourselves that our kids are not us, that we have that our kids have different needs and we're meeting them from a different parenting paradigm. Sometimes we feel pressure from the world because the world is like, well, they're this age or they're that age and they should be able to, ec- mm-mm, all that. We just have to push all that to the side and meet our children right where they're at we have to have that deep understanding of the impact of trauma and how significant that is but if we don't if we don't have that understanding or if we lose that understanding if we don't have our self-care all of those things can be invitations that lead us to get stressed out and overwhelmed and act out of those blueprints but we can take one to two, to three deep breaths. I have my friend Brant, who helps us with social media, say to me the other day, if you can just get the first breath, the second one comes easier. And three breaths is a good starting point, but you know you're really getting somewhere and managing your stress when you get into breath five and breath six. So take those deep breaths. Take as many as you need and choose love. Much love to you guys. Have a blessed evening. We'll catch y'all tomorrow.